If you are watching this on YouTube or listening to this podcast, wherever you are today, please hit that subscribe button, that follow button, so that you can stay current on the material that we are providing. But not only that, you then help us to spread the word to more people. You are vital in this mission to reaching our world of people just like you who are living in this nightmare. Welcome to the Covert Narcissism Podcast. I'm your host, Renee Swanson. I'm Renee Swanson, your host of the Covert Narcissism Podcast. And today I have a special guest with us here today. Her name is Kathy. And she is like starting off this series, uh, this guest episodes on stories of hope. We hear so much about the pain that's out there and the frustration. And Kathy, I'm sure you've lived through that as well. But I'm so excited that you're willing to share a story of hope here with our guest. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Renee. I'm so glad to be here with you. Um, you've been instrumental in my healing. Um, I found your podcast at just the right time, and I have utilized your podcast and then furthered my education by reading more books about narcissist, narcissistic relationships. And I've learned so much, and I've you, you've empowered me, and your and your guests have empowered me to find my inner uh, happiness. And I, I hope to share some of that with them today. Well, Kathy, thank you so much. And I'm honored to be a part of your journey. I Every single person that I'm able to help makes my journey make a little more sense. And so it very much so touches my heart to hear you say that. Well, it's um, it's really important that you know that because I think you touch more people more deeply than you have any um, knowledge of. Um, for all the people that you speak with and, and you see on your site, there are so many others that are listening and learning from you. So thank you. Well, you're very welcome. And, and thank you for being willing to be here today. Can you give us a little bit of maybe a little bit of background of kind of what was your marriage like or what brought you to the point that you were searching the word narcissism? Um, I realized that I had no voice in my marriage, Renee. Um, and when I realized that, I started um, a journey of finding out you know, where my voice was, why didn't I feel like I was being heard in my relationship? And that um, took me back to when I was younger and realized I grew up as a good girl. I went to Catholic school and I, I behaved myself and I always did what was, was expected of me. Um, and when our children, uh, we had six kids, four of mine and two of his, um, left the family um, they all moved on. They moved out. They're wonderful adults now. Uh, it was just he and I and the cats. And what happened then was there was no filter, only his discontent, loud and clear. Wow. Um, so I I realized um, then uh, that I was dealing with somebody who couldn't be communicated with. And that's when I started looking up narcissism. I knew what narcissism was, but I never imagined that it, he was a narcissist. 
um, until I found you. <laughs> okay. Yeah, your journey in that regard sounds very similar to mine and that I also was raised to be the, the good girl. I was, you know, following all the rules, doing all the right things, raised in a very religious home. And it was in my marriage as well. I did not understand that narcissism was what I was dealing with until I found, until I ran across the right verbiage that lined up. And that's where I ran across covert narcissism. Yes. And covert narcissism is just so, it's so out of the realm of what a good girl wants to think about. <laughs> um, you know, it's truly, yes. <laughs> um, I believed that I was in this ideal marriage, that um, it was a marriage, you know, like like you see in the fairy tales. That's how the beginning of our relationship was. And now I know that I was being set up so well and so long for what he truly needed and wanted right right um, so so then so your eyes started getting open at all of this and and i understand my podcast was a piece of all of that and again i'm very grateful to hear that and so are you are you still in the marriage where are you in your own journey now i'm not in the marriage um after a particularly um eye-opening event um i left and i decided I would never go back. That was October 1st, 2022. Um, I left the house. I knew I would never go back because going back would mean I would be back in his control. Um, my body went through a lot. I had anxiety that was uncontrollable. I had um, vomiting accompanying the anxiety. Um, and for six months, uh, actually probably closer to a year, I... I was unable to function. I was unable to go to work. I took a medical leave. Um, and during that medical leave, I decided that I was going to figure this all out. Um, okay. uh, and I, you know, with the help of therapists, um, your podcast, and from your podcast, I went on to other podcasts and read a lot. Um, and I realized that you know being the good girl being raised the good girl kind of set me up to settle into that relationship um what i what i i was angry with my parents for a while on that i was raised that way and and i couldn't understand why my mother never spoke up why did she not ever yell at my dad well i now know that he wouldn't have heard her she was also a good girl. Okay. Um, okay. So you learned it at a very young age. I did. Um, what, I, what I've realized now as an adult looking back on the experience, my parents did the best that they could do. They had seven children. They, what they did give us um, was the ability to love and be loved unconditionally. And that gift has carried me through this past year. I am so um, glad to hear that. I'm very, very glad to hear that. If if it had not been for the support of my parents that I ultimately, you know, I'm with you. They they didn't they didn't they they set me up well, let me say it this way, for a uh, life with a covert narcissist, but they didn't know what they didn't know. But I yeah. always knew that they loved me and that they cared about me. And it was with their support it was a huge part of me being able to get my eyes opened. Absolutely. And 
um, through that love um, in this past year with the grace of God and my siblings who I have, I have five sisters. My brother passed away a couple of years ago, um, but I have five sisters and they have literally carried me. Um, I couch surfed for a year. And I lived with every single one of my children and my siblings for a portion okay. of that year. Okay. Um, they have all, um, you know, I, I kid around and I say, my um, my book's going to be coming out soon. It's going to be called, I Hope I Didn't Puke on Your Shoes. Um, <laughs> I love the title. <laughs> I, I am so grateful for the, um, the things that I've learned about myself. Renee, um, I think I've mentioned, I knew that I was a good person. I've always known that deep down inside. Um, I got that from my parents um, with their love uh, and watching them active in the community, active in the church, active in the parish. Um, I always knew deep down inside I was this good person. Uh, I couldn't understand why he could never see that person. Why did he not see the goodness that everybody else saw in me? Mm -hmm. um, what I needed to do was see it in myself. And that is the where I am now. I have been able to um, open my heart to let all the love in that God has for me that I have to give. And I've found a position that utilizes those strengths, Renee. Um, wow. the caretaking that I did with him was never appreciated. And now my days are spent caring for people who absolutely appreciate everything I do. And uh, it's not work. It's, it's, it's living. Mm -hmm. It's an amazing life that, um, I've come out of the dark into. And I hope, I hope my message reaches somebody out there who just doesn't know what to do. Um, because I had no plan. I wasn't leaving. What he did that day was just one, he, the straw that broke the camel's back. And I walked out and it was the best thing I ever did. It was the scariest thing I ever did. Um, but I'm so proud of what I've done over the past year. I'm so glad to hear that. And Kathy, that is such a story of hope. So thank you so much. Uh, this is exactly what I'm looking for in this series. And um, with this with this transition you know you talk about it it being so hard on you physically when you when you did leave the marriage were you immediately faced with peace and and hope or or were these dark days for a little while oh there was a lot of dark days um i honestly couldn't get out of bed i i could not make a decision i was i was absolutely incapable of living my normal life um and i and i did seek all kinds of help um but the american healthcare system is not um that is not uh always conducive to getting the care you need when you need it right right and so i did a lot of advocating for myself while laying on a bed barely able to hold my head up huh. um, wow. But that and advocating for yourself is crucial. Would you say that's a crucial part of this healing? It so is. Um, and honestly, if I didn't advocate for myself, I don't know that um, I would still be here, Renee. I, I, you know, I, I had to make myself push myself 
to dial the phone and call a doctor and say, I need help. Nowadays, doctors don't make the phone calls for you. They want that, you know, you have to do it all yourself. Um, I, I, I encourage anybody who is living in those dark days, I feel you, I was there. And I'm telling you that there is a way out. Um, grab a hold of somebody's hand, whether it's Renee's hand or a friend who may see what's going on and may offer a shoulder. Don't do it by yourself. My siblings were instrumental in making sure that I was okay, making sure that I ate food um, when I couldn't feed myself. When I, it was it was dark. Wow. Well, I'm I what I try to help people to understand is you are going to go through some dark days when you first leave this relationship. You know, I was so looking forward to just the peacefulness and and I just thought, oh man, I'm gonna be so relieved that the anxiety and the stress is gone. And then when the divorce happened and he did move out, that's not what I found. I found some really, really dark days. Yeah. And and the thing is, I moved out. I rendered myself homeless by leaving him. And I knew it. I knew that I had no place to, you know, that I had no money to go get in myself an apartment, no place. I couldn't go stay in a hotel. I needed to lean on friends and family. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have friends and family, then I suggest reaching out to a church, um, somebody that you can trust. Yeah. And those out there that are listening, you can reach out to me anytime. You know, I'm accessible by email, by Facebook. I do individual and group sessions. And, um, you know, part of this journey is helping you to build that support group. So if you don't have that, it is vital that you reach out. Even one or two people in your life can make such a huge difference. Truly, truly. Uh, And if, you know, if you have that one person to just hang on to, you know, somebody that you know that you can call. And and just say, I'm having a rough day. I mean, there are so many rough days. I woke up in the middle of the night having anxiety attacks. And, you know, my sisters were upstairs, but I didn't want to wake them up because they had their problems, you know, their own life problems. Right. Um, and so, you know, Renee is somebody that I could go to online. I could go find. Um, I could go through all of the podcasts and find the one that, that I needed, um, whether it was somebody talking about, um, you know, going forward and being positive or whether it was somebody talking about how their life was. So I understood that it wasn't just me that it happened to. Sure. Sure. Um, all of those things. Yeah. And, and I want to go back to something you said when you, when you said that you made the transition or at least a piece of your transition was when you truly realized that you are a good person, that this, um, you know, that, that you are, uh, bringing good things to the table. And and when you started to realize it, you didn't, I'm, I'm wondering, did you need anyone else to validate that for you? Or was your healing when you started validating that for yourself? Um, it was funny, Renee. Um, I asked a couple of people to write me a letter of reference for a job. And they wrote letters of reference and I read them and, and I thought, that's a really great letter of reference. Um, and I, you know, I'm so proud to think that that's how that person thinks of me. But as I read the letter of reference, I went through it and I thought, that is me. That is me. That is me. Like, she sees me. He sees me. Why why did my husband never see me? Um, And so I guess that kind of validated it for me. 
Um, good. What a great I did story. Need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sad that I needed somebody else to to say it before I acknowledged it myself. Um, I think but that's all, just. I think we all need a little bit of something that kind of is that catalyst to open our eyes to where we start seeing ourselves. Yes. Yes. Um, and so, you know, what's happened lately has been pretty amazing. I, I, I learned to listen to, to hear my inner voice. First, I learned to hear it, and then I learned to trust it. And now I'm learning to understand it. And I've realized that it's been with me since childhood. I always, I haven't always listened. I'm listening now. And what it's telling me is that I need to continue to do the things that my personality make me excel at. And that is caretaking, care, caring for other people. It's not a bad thing. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great quality if, if you have it. And so I'm using that in my job now, caring for um, disabled adults. And they are fabulous. And I'm learning so much from them. Uh-huh. That's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm so, so glad to hear that. So in in this process now, with where you are now, looking back, what do you want to tell people who are in those dark days that you wish somebody had told you? Um, I, I wish, honestly, I wish that I had allowed myself the grace earlier to get to know myself. Um, and believe in that person deep inside of me. And if you know deep inside that's who you are, then that is who you are, and you can live it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that all of us have built walls up around us to protect ourselves from hurt from other people. And I believe that if we just can open a crevasse, just a little crack in our armor and let some of the love in, um, I believe that the world would be a better place. <laughs> I agree. I agree completely. So so thank you so much for sharing your story here. I don't want to leave anything out that you're wanting to tell this audience. Is there anything else you'd like to share with them? Um, I would say find your person, you know, somebody, a friend, a clergy person, Renee. If Renee is the only person that you can reach out to, do so because she will be your your string and just hold on to the string and keep letting the love in because it can only increase your happiness. Okay. Okay. And thank you so much for sharing your story. I heard you mention that you had a book coming out and I'm I'm excited <laughs> to see it. So um, is it is the book a story like is this your story is that what you share in the book? Yeah, um, I'm I'm in the process of of multiple books actually, but um, okay. the one that I write about this will be um, a story of the healing process, not the not the the horrible life that I that I you know was living, but how I healed and um, what that's meant to me and how I'm going forward. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you for for sharing your story and for continuing then to spread the word to others and reaching out to others. So, Kathy, thank you so much for being here on the podcast and being a part of of this, you know, journey. 
Thank you, Renee. Thanks so much. All right. And to everyone out there listening, thank you so much for joining us today. We will be doing more guest episodes on Stories of Hope. And if you'd like to share your story with this audience, please reach out to me by email. That email address is Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Thank you so much, and I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. You have been listening to the Covert Narcissism Podcast with your host, Renee Swanson. Be sure to check out our website at www.covertnarcissism.com. There you will find many resources just for you to help you on this journey. You can also reach out to me by email at Renee, R-E-N-E-E, at cnglifecoaching.com. Those letters are CNG as in Covert Narcissism Group. I do look forward to hearing from you. I wish you so much peace on your journey of healing. The information provided by Renee Swanson and the Covert Narcissism Podcast is for educational purposes only and is not to be used for diagnosis purposes and not intended to be a substitute for clinical care. Please consult a healthcare provider for guidance specific to your case. This material discusses narcissism in general. It does not claim that any specific person has narcissism and should not be used to refer to any specific person as having narcissism. Permission is not granted to link to or repost this material to support an allegation or a claim that any specific person is a narcissist. That would be an unauthorized misuse of the material and information provided.